This is the Friday, January 7th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. We look ahead to the weekend on these Fridays. Got some NFL action on a Saturday. Also NBA card tonight. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian, joined this Friday morning not by Joe Fortenball, who I usually am, but Aaron Dolan joining the program. How are you, Aaron? Yes, I am good. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, although it's an extended work week for us because we have not only a Saturday show, (laughs) 11.30 a.m. Eastern, by the way, half hour, but we go Sunday as usual and then Monday ahead of the national championship game. So really, uh, I think it's like a seven straight days for daily wager, which is good, which is, uh, you know, obviously peak time of year with playoffs and postseason in college. It works well. But let's start in the NFL. Week 18, two games tomorrow. Your Eagles are in action. And I I grabbed some six and a half and sevens earlier this week when the Cowboys COVID stuff surfaced. Looks like um, no Micah Parsons, no Tyron Smith. But they have more incentive to play than the Eagles. And Eagles are keeping everything close to the vest. It could be Hurts and company with one series tops, maybe one of those things, kind of like a preseason game. So Mm -hmm. the line's dropped to four and a half. I'm actually laying the four and a half right now. I think the Cowboys need to win to improve their seating. Uh, They're thin, like I mentioned, but the Eagles are also really thin. And you certainly know that being a Philly fan. Yes, for sure. And they're also dealing with a lot of COVID issues, but some of those players might be able to return. But this is just such a big rivalry in general, but these teams really aren't planning for anything aside from seeding at this point. So I wouldn't be surprised if that second half they start pulling everybody. That's not going to be surprising. So it's really hard to play week 18. That's something we kind of talked about yesterday in the Daily Wager show, different ways that you can play that. And the one thing that I'm looking to do just in general for week 18 is to look at those first half spreads. So I'm actually going to look for the Chiefs-Broncos. Chiefs' first half total over 14. So Kansas City is averaging 15 points in the first half this season, 20 first half points in their last three games. They were able to put up 28 points in the first half against the Bengals last week and then absolutely fell apart. Now, I know Denver's defense ranks third with 18 points allowed per game, so I believe that's why this line is so low for the first half for the Kansas City Chiefs, but I think they're going to come in there, start rolling, and then try to back off in that second half. Yeah, I'm on the under for the game. I think I may be just jaded because of that previous game they met a couple weeks ago on Sunday Night Football. Yeah. The Broncos had these like 19 <laughs> play drives that stalled inside the five. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be that far under, but I do think the Chiefs defense is fine against offenses like the Broncos have, not you know offenses like the Bengals. So mm-hmm. I, I think we're good there. Let's hit the NBA card tonight. Nothing standing out to me. I'm actually laying the three with the Lakers. Uh, that's game two of an ESPN doubleheader. I mean, Hawks so shorthanded, right? Not just Trey Young, but some of the other key guys. Lakers actually playing some good ball. Uh, LeBron's carrying him. I think he might have figured out where to what buttons to push with this team. He is a locker room guy, very team-oriented guy. I think this is kind of like a, a buy-low opportunity. Maybe not too low because Lakers are such a marquee team, but I think it's a good spot for the Lakers here, minus three. It's funny because, Doug, I feel like the last team you would ever bet on is the Lakers. I know, because I've been fading every game. You've got to stay nimble. you got to stay nimble. We talk about this year, like, you know, talking smack on the Lakers. But I'm actually going to look towards a player prop in this one. I like Malik Monk over 18.5 points and assists. So he's hit this number in five of his last six games. He's hit over this number in points alone in the last two games. He's really been great with LeBron James. And one area to exploit when playing the Atlanta Hawks is their defense, which ranks 24th. So wouldn't be surprised if he was able to drain some threes as well. And again, he's just been consistent. I mean, James and Monk combined for 25 points in the fourth quarter alone, and the Lakers win over the Sacramento Kings on Tuesday. And just looking at this total keeps going up. It was 225 and a half. It's now at 229. They're going to expect a ton of points in this game, and the Atlanta Hawks, they can give up the points. So I do, again, Malik Monk over 18 and a half points and assists. 
Yeah, Lakers got a lot of praise during the offseason, and then they got a lot of criticism. The criticism was around Westbrook, but the praise was around the role players that they mm-hmm. brought in, like none, and even bringing Howard back. But I think a big one was Malik Monk because of his shooting ability. Yep. And so there was a lot of praise surrounding that, and I think he's coming. He's kind of finally fitting in. I mean, he is their best shooter, I think, from downtown. So uh, I, I like that play a lot. Let's go to game one of the ESPN doubleheader. Nets hosting the Bucks. No Drew Holiday here. Uh, Bucks mm-hmm. also shorthanded without Connaughton. DiVincenzo, obviously, Lopez still out. Uh, so they're a little thin here, Milwaukee. I mean, obviously, Holiday is so critical, both ends of the court, but particularly against James Harden. Now, we know there's no Kyrie because this game is in Brooklyn, but Nets are laying four and a half. I would side with the Nets if I had to make a play here. Yep. Uh, again, the Holiday the holiday absence is the, the kind of the determining factor for me. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to play on the money line, minus 198 at this point, but I absolutely think the Nets win this game, no doubt about it. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to win by five, but the one edge of playing the Milwaukee Bucks is to take them in the first half. They're 25-15 and 15 against the spread in the first half, which is the second-best mark in the league behind the Cleveland Cavaliers. So you kind of have to think of how have these teams been playing lately in the Bucs. They've been playing ahead. They're good in the first quarter, and then they fall apart. We've seen this because they've lost two games recently. Um, they lost to, I believe, the Pistons and the Raptors. And then you have a Nets team that will go down. They went down by 19 points, one of the most recent games against the Pacers, came back and won that game. But still, it's just the Nets seem to be playing well in the second half of the games, and Bucks are good in the first half. So I think for that reason, I would definitely go with Milwaukee in the first half spread. Um, seeing it right now at two and a half, I wouldn't be surprised if it moved out. I just saw this line jump to Nets minus five. So get it at the best price that you can. But I think the Bucks will give them somewhat of a challenge in that first half before they fall apart. Giannis is probable. We should mention that there is, a, I guess, an element of potential there that he could miss the game. Um, anything else stand out to you in the NBA? Um, let's see. What else stands out? I think the Raptors might be able to cover that large spread. I mean, the Jazz have basically everyone that's important out, and they're completely depleted right now. Half the team has, like, injuries. Half the team's in COVID uh, health and safety protocols. Another one I like, which is kind of a random one. I don't think we've ever even mentioned this player, but Anthony Simons under 25 and a half points and assists. So Portland's been struggling without Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum sideline due to injury. But Simons has scored 28 points and made five three-pointers during their win against the Heat. Then before that, he had a career best 43 points in a win over the Hawks, as we already talked about on this. The Hawks allow people to score so many points. But now that he's going against a Cleveland Cavs team that is, you know, ranked second in defense right now in the NBA. I think it's going to slow him down a little bit. So I like him under 25 and a half points and assists. All right. Good stuff. Yeah. I'm tapped out of the NBA. I mean, it's just such a hard situation right now. You got to really pick your spots. Live wagering is definitely, uh, you know, the way to go for me. Mm-hmm. That's just my personal preference. Don't, you know, obviously I've gotten involved in games pre-flop, but for the most part, it's just really tough to get a sense of what's going on. And, but sometimes you want to beat the line move. So I understand that uh, desire as well. All right, Aaron, uh, have a good show. I'm off daily wager today, so just a little half day for me, but I'm back hosting nice. the next three days. And uh, again, special editions, 11.30 a.m. Eastern for half an hour. That's tomorrow. Tonight, 6 p.m. The rest of the crew will be there. Sunday, 9 a.m. Monday, I believe, uh, 5 p.m., if I uh, remember correctly. So that's a full hour, by the way, on Friday, on Monday, looking ahead to Bama, Georgia. All right, have a good weekend, everyone, and uh, best of luck with your plays. 